Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. God has given us unlimited treasures in his word. Every time we open it, we can discover a new treasure or admire an old one. What will we find today? Let's dig in. Here's Carla Early with Treasure Hunt in the Word. Even the most humble, godly people can lose it sometimes. Does that make you feel any better about the last time you lost your temper? Along with that, God can use those times that we lose our temper to teach us and others important lessons. That's why God includes times in the Bible when those we consider Bible heroes sinned. He shows their flaws and what happened as a consequence, so we won't be tempted to think that they were perfect or put them on a pedestal where they don't belong. He also puts them in there so that we would learn from them and see how serious our sin really is. The Bible describes Moses as the most humble man on earth, one whom God spoke to face to face. Yet because of his sin, God did not allow him to enter the promised land, only to see it from afar. So what did he do? He lost his temper. And in his anger, he did not glorify God. The Bible tells us in James 1.20 that the wrath of man does not produce the glory of God. And I'm sure if you think back to the last time you lost your temper, you can attest to that. Looking back at the many, very many times that I've lost my temper, I can see that my little temper tantrums have not ever glorified God. In fact, they only serve to make me look like an idiot. I've only had righteous, godly anger a few times when I saw how Satan was attacking someone I loved. Now I'll admit, Moses had had a lot to contend with. For 40 years, he was hit on all sides with complaints because of the Israelites' faithlessness. We want this, and we want that. Why don't we give up and go back to Egypt? After a while, all that can get on your very last nerve. After 40 years of wondering, most of the original complainers had died, and a new generation of complainers was raised up. God had provided for these few million people in the wilderness all this time. Food miraculously appeared six days a week. Their shoes and clothes never wore out. God's presence led them with a cloud by day and a fire by night. They had all they needed. But instead of praying for water when they ran out, the Israelites complained against Moses, like it was his fault. We wish we would have died like everyone else. Why did you bring us out here in the wilderness to die? Why didn't you let us stay in Egypt? Moses and Aaron knew what to do in this situation. They fell on their faces before God, whether to duck because the Lord was about to strike everyone dead, or to pray for them, or maybe a little of both. God told Moses to gather everyone together and speak to a rock, and water would come out. This wasn't incredibly new. The Lord had done it before, though the previous time he told Moses to hit the rock in order for the water to come out. So Moses and Aaron gathered the complaining people together. What was Moses supposed to do? Speak to the rock. Well, what does one say to a rock? Um, Mr. Rock, could you please open up and give us some water? No, probably more like, Rock, God commands you to open and let water flow out. But Moses didn't say that. He spoke to the people, and you can hear the anger in his voice jump off the page. 
Here now, you rebels. Do we have to bring water out of this rock? Whack, whack. When he hit the rock, water flowed out abundantly, and all the people and animals drank their fill. Everyone was happy, right? Well, God wasn't. He told Moses and Aaron, Because you didn't believe and glorified me before the people, you will not bring these people into the promised land. Moses had called the people rebels, but God called him a rebel. So if God puts these stories of people's flaws in the scripture for us to learn from, what can we learn from Moses' temper tantrum? For one, as the Bible says, be angry and sin not. God had gotten angry with the people before, so his anger wasn't the problem. The people deserved a good talking to, but Moses took credit for the miracle, and he did not follow God's instructions. So when we get angry, we'd better make sure our anger is, first of all, a godly anger, something God would be angry at. And secondly, we need to make sure that our words and actions glorify the Lord, that it's not our words and attitudes that come out of our mouths. What kind of things rouse your anger? How could you glorify God through that? You can contact us at treasurehuntintheword at gmail.com. We'd love to hear the treasures God has given you through his word. You can listen to other episodes at our website, which you can find in the description below. Thanks for listening, and remember, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Thank you.